With the Thursday WCCO All Local, I'm Laura Oaks. Today's stories include murder charges in the alleged killing of an Iowa police officer, why the smell of pot alone doesn't warrant a police search of a person's car, and twins' playoff tickets. But first, a suspect arrested in southern Minnesota late last night is now charged in connection with the killing of an Iowa police officer. 33-year-old Kevin Cram was a 10-year Iowa law enforcement veteran. He was attempting to arrest a suspect on a harassment warrant last night in Algona, Iowa, which is about 40 miles south of the Iowa border. While attempting to make an arrest, the suspect identified as 43-year-old Kyle Rickey opened fire, striking Officer Cram, who later died. Ricky then fled north into Minnesota. Kyle Ricky was located and arrested near Sleepy Eye, Minnesota at approximately 11.50 p.m. last night. He has been charged with one count of first-degree murder in Kasuth County, Iowa, and will be extradited at a later date. That's Iowa DCI Assistant Director Mitch Mortfed. Officer Cram had been with the Algona Police Department since 2015. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. An investigation is underway after firefighters from several agencies spent the night working to extinguish flames at a closed-down creamery in Hastings. Crews first responded around 10.30 to the co-op creamery, Hastings Fire Chief John Townsend. It's been a long night, so we're keeping them rehydrated and getting them fed. Um, we've released some firefighters, and we have other firefighters from other communities on their way now to help us release some other firefighters who've been working all night. There were concerns about some anhydrous ammonia that leaked into the air, but more recent air quality tests came back negative. A 27-year-old Bayport man will spend over five years in federal prison for attacking a St. Paul mail carrier in 2018. Kevin Blocker pleaded guilty in May to assaulting a federal employee. Court documents say Blocker was driving fast down a street in St. Paul when he had to stop quickly to avoid hitting the postal worker who yelled at him to slow down. Blocker got out of his car and punched the letter carrier in the face, causing him to fall down and hit his head. Afterward, Blocker sold his car, then reported it stolen. Just the smell of weed coming from a vehicle is not enough to cause a full search of it. That's according to a new state Supreme Court ruling. The decision comes from a Litchfield case back in 2021. That's where a man was searched after an officer thought he smelled pot. That man was then charged with being in possession of meth paraphernalia. The charges were later dropped after a lower court found that the odor of marijuana alone was not enough probable cause to search under the automobile exception to the warrant requirement. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. Senator Amy Klobuchar is among a group of bipartisan lawmakers proposing legislation to ban deceptive AI-generated content in elections. Klobuchar says it doesn't prohibit AI-generated material, but takes more aim at so-called deep fakes of politicians. Once it gets into a deep fake where they're pretending it's the person when it's not the person, so you don't even know if your candidate that you support or one you don't support actually said it, that is really dangerous to a democracy. The bill allows federal candidates targeted by deceptive AI content to have that content taken down and enables them to seek damages in federal court. U of M students leasing from a dinky town luxury apartment building are trying to get out of their leases as construction delays leave students without housing as the school year begins. Lawmakers in St. Paul held a hearing on the matter. Identity Dinky Town gave tenants an original move-in date of August 31st and have since announced that they are not able to provide a move-in date. 
At a Minnesota Senate hearing about the issue, student tenant Wajid Suleiman says these delays have greatly affected her junior year. I knew when I signed this lease that it was going to be extremely expensive, but I wanted to live with my best friends and a new building with the accommodations that they promised. I diligently worked this entire summer to save up so I could afford to live here, and now this situation has arisen. I also wish some kind of legislation could be passed to prevent this from happening in the future. Landlords offered tenants daily gift cards until the new move-in date or a hotel stay near the university and have denied students a way out of their leases. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. The Minnesota Twins hold a commanding seven and a half game lead over the Cleveland Guardians today. And while not officially locked up, the team is announcing plans for the postseason. Next Monday, September 18th at 10 a.m., we are putting our full 2023 postseason ticket strips on sale to the public. That's the only way you can secure a ticket to every Twins home game at Target Field throughout the playoffs. The Twins' Matt Hodson says the ticket strips will include every possible upcoming game. Of course, if the Twins' season ends prematurely, ticket holders will get refunds on the games not played. For more information, check out twinsbaseball.com or our website, wccoradio.com. And the Twins and South Dakota State University are preparing to host Drake University at Target Field as that field transforms into a football facility. The college football Football match marks the third time Target Field has been modified for such an event. Head groundskeeper Larry DeVito says they have just under two days to get the job done. It's going to be tight, you know, it's going to be tight, but we've got uh, plenty of people here for the painting day, and um, I feel like we'll be fine. We'll be fine. And thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO.